Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast, where you can declutter your mind for a happier and healthier life. I am Robin. I am a mom to three awesome teen boys. I'm a registered nurse. I'm married to a great guy, and I have three awesome cats. But our house has 80% ADHD. So join us on our journey to understand why clutter invades our lives with a dose of light and chatty humor. Because let me tell you, in this house, since we've decluttered, life is simpler. Not 100% easier, but simpler. We are going to explore practical tips, spiritual insights, and real life stories to break free from the chaos. I'm going to have some awesome guests on and sometimes some awesome co-hosts. So hit that subscribe button as we embark on this unique adventure. Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast. Welcome back to the Minimalist Home channel. I have the amazing Lindsay, the relationship coach here today. Hello, 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 hello. hello. And we're not actually talking relationships, although it does come up quite often just because, you know, like as humans, we're social beings and the advice and information Lindsay has applies to all sorts of relationships, which is great. So, and I love having Lindsay here. She's very wise. So, how are you doing today, Lindsay? I'm so good and cozy, and we have had a giant snowfall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, staying warm inside the house and feeling good about that. Yeah, we have had a huge snowfall for Vancouver Island. I think if I look out, because I live up the mountain from Lindsay, that we have at my house, I think we got about a foot of snow, which is a ton of snow for our area and it is a snow day and my husband had like this weird sort of like conference for work so he oh, opted right. not to go to work so it's a everybody's at home day Hooray! Yay! <laughs> it's so funny like I just love them so much but I'm a quiet person in the morning like I like to just like I will sometimes like come on and turn on YouTube because I love watching YouTube, but I will watch like homesteaders and my husband is watching like cars and I just came down and lovingly was like, okay, now you go to the basement because you're not supposed to be here. (laughs) This is my quiet time. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta love the. You gotta love it. And if you hear my voice, it's a little froggy as my mom would say. I have a sore throat, but that won't stop us. So today... We are talking about one of the things that keeps people stuck. And this one, this this one, this one is very, um, a lot of people don't realize they're doing this. And I, if, and, and that thing is perfectionism. And when I was young, if you said you're a perfectionist, I would have been like, uh, yeah, right. Like I, I always thought perfectionist, you know, going back to high school, but perfectionist was somebody who, you know, really wanted good grades they were like quote type a all of these things but perfectionism can fall under a wide variety of categories and people often get stuck in perfectionism when it comes to decluttering and you might not even realize that you're doing it can you relate to this at all Lindsay (laughs) stop Do not ask me that uh, question. Uh, Robin knows very well that I can relate to this. Um, yeah, and that is like one of the biggest things for me was that I had no idea. So it was actually you 
who has helped me see so many times when I share like something that's coming up for me. Um, and then it might be the perfectionist thing when that is like not even on my radar. And every time you say it, it like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense. So yeah, let's chat about it. And you know, <laughs> it's interesting. So like a definition of perfectionism can be that it's a mindset or a behavioral pattern that is sort of like the unrelenting pursuit of flawlessness and excessive concern with achieving exceedingly high standards. And I don't know. Um, and it, it, it says like it could be beyond healthy aspiration for excellence. So, you know, like beyond just trying to, to do well, but it's like becoming self-imposed, relentless quest of unattainable ideals. Individuals with perfectionistic tendencies may set unrealistic expectations for themselves. So this is one that I see a lot. Fearing failure or judgment from others. And it can actually show up in different areas of life. And I think this is where a lot of us don't realize it. Like I, I say, you know, I think back to high school or work or whatever. Like where does perfectionism show up? But it can actually be super harmful and it can show up in funny little spots where we don't even realize it so mm -hmm. and like the beginning stuff that you just said there does not resonate with me at all like the excellence and striving for all mm -hmm. that stuff does not resonate but then when you get to that part at the end about like fear of failure or like not starting things or whatever you said like those things that's like oh yeah and those are the things that i don't relate to perfectionism yeah so. and it's it's a sneaky sneaky it little is one. it <laughs> is insidious and perfectionist here's a big one and i bet a lot of people will recognize with this is that it's an unending cycle of self-criticism stress and dissatisfaction as the pursuit of perfection often comes at the cost of personal contentment and balance and creating a fulfilling life so Oof. yeah <laughs> that is where it's like, oh, okay. Now when I look back, I yeah. go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I just think it's so funny, too. Like, why do we think that, like, who do you know that's perfect? Nobody. Why do we expect that from ourselves? And it's not even, like, perfect is the thing. It's almost like self-criticism is a huge part of it. Totally. And I think that, like, yeah, I don't know anybody who's perfect, but... I would have to actually think about that to recognize that some people aren't perfect. But at first glance, it can be so easy to be like, oh, well, they've got it all figured out. Or, oh, look how happy they are. Or like relationships. Oh, they have the perfect relationship without even realizing you're thinking that thing. It's just like this subconscious thing that like, oh, everything's figured out for them and it's not for me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that um, when when I look at perfectionism or I think of perfectionism, when it comes to decluttering and cleaning and all of these things that the where a lot of people get stuck is there are a couple of ways to look at perfectionism where it is like that self-criticism and then there are other ways of almost like leaning into in preparing things and that is a form of procrastination when it comes to like decluttering and maybe you are like on the one hand where it's like a self-criticizing procrastinator and a procrastinator or you're one or the other but a lot of people when they're wanting to declutter they say okay well what's the perfect system so then they come on youtube 
and they watch like a bunch of my videos or a bunch of other people's videos and they're like, okay, I need all the tips. I need the right system. I need this. I need that. And I need the, the right boxes. And, you know, I always say like grab four boxes, like it could be a laundry basket or whatever. And people will be like, oh, like they're looking for the right size boxes. It's like create piles if you need to use bags. Other people, they're like, well, where am I going to take things? I want to find the, I know so many people like this where they're like, I want to make sure that I find the right donation center. So I'm going to log in and look at like what happens with all of the items that go to this particular place. And it's like, no, that is a form of procrastination sort of through the per perfectionism lens. I wanted to sneak in here quickly to tell you about today's sponsor. Now, I do not tell you about people that I don't believe in. And one thing that I can procrastinate about is my skincare. I have rosacea, which is like redness. It can be painful. It's frustrating. And I have wasted so much time researching products and they don't really seem to help. So I was actually very excited to try Proven because they have a quiz that assesses 47 factors about me and you. It's a quick quiz. And it uses AI data and from the Skin Genome Project. So I was able to put all sorts of different things in about myself. And then I received the proven system. The kit includes custom cleanser, custom day moisturizer with SPF, and custom night cream. And was very pleased with the results. And now my skin looks way less red, which is amazing considering I have been working at this for decades. Way more hydrated because at the stage of life I'm in, it gets a little dry. So you can click the link, use my code ROBIN to get your first personalized proven system for $99 for a limited time, which is 50% discount off of the retail price. Hmm. 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 I'm like, no, Robin, I'm just being very thoughtful about where my things are going. <laughs> Do not say that. But no, that totally makes sense. Um, definitely, yeah, it's like I've done all of those things. I have definitely waited to get the perfect book. <laughs> because I'm just like, next week, I know I'm going to have this thing and I'm going to get my groceries delivered and then I will have the perfect box. So I will just wait until then because there's no point in starting if I don't have the perfect box. Cue perfectionism because it has to be perfect. Robin said boxes. I need boxes. Yeah. And people on my Facebook group or the uh -huh. comments, they'll come on and they'll say, where is the, where should I start? Like, okay. I mean, uh -huh. there are spots where ideally, like definitely never stop with other, or start with other people's things, right? Um, don't start with your yeah. kids' things. Don't start with your spouse's things. I don't like the idea of starting in the garage or storage places personally, but really just starting is the best thing you can do. But a lot of people, they're like, where should I start? I, and I understand that there is a, a level of overwhelm that comes with that, but the perfectionism is a really big part for sure. Mm -hmm. And just circling back, I wasn't blaming oh. you for telling me to get boxes. <laughs> <laughs> that was Robin said get boxes, so she's ruined everything, so I don't have No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did not think that, and I would have been like, blame me if you want to. Well, and there's another very- That's just your perfectionism. Yeah, there's another very interesting <laughs> part of perfectionism, and that is that a lot of perfectionists, people who are- exhibiting perfectionist tendencies might be a better way of saying it 
because you're not a perfectionist, mm-hmm. but they want things to be perfect because they want a level of control. Because if they can control everything, then the chances of it being safe are much better than if things are not controlled. And they're just so terrified that things are not going to be safe that they're like, I have to white knuckle everything and just make sure that I have control of all of this. Mm, that was one of the the eye-opening ones that you talked to me about for sure. And that's the one that I get stuck in a lot is wanting to micromanage, make everything perfect before I do the thing, but then I'll never do the thing because there is no such thing. Um, and of course, my precious nervous system would like to say, stay safe mm-hmm. and do things that are comfortable and feel good or we freak out. Um but yeah, that's definitely a big one for me. Yeah. And and then the, the craziest thing is it really is just like a a vicious cycle because we we that you know, like a lot of people wanting to declutter your house, I think is a very worthwhile thing to do. I always say food, water and shelter and your home is your shelter. It's very important. And you're like, I'm gonna take control of my life and I'm going to declutter my house. And then you get stuck in the cycle of perfectionism, like, okay, I want to make sure everything's right. I have all the right boxes. I know all the right things and blah, 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 instead of just starting. And then they get stuck and they're like, okay, well, I'm stuck on this one thing. So I can't continue until I move past this one thing. And I always say, like, throw that in a penalty box and come back to it later. Just keep moving. And then what happens is, they end up getting stuck and then kind of paralyzed and then quitting. And then they feel bad about themselves again. So it's just like this terrible, vicious cycle. And at the end, you still live in a cluttered house that stresses you out. Mm-hmm. And that's like, like for me, when I think about like doing a project and I know that there's like 50 things to do. So let's say we're like decluttering. There's all these things to do, but it really is. Like I tend to look at the big things and get overwhelmed. So that's like you're saying, like put those things in the penalty box and just start with like the easy wins that you can just like check off and then it's done. And then you're creating that momentum to do the thing. Um, yeah. So I think that applies to oh, everything. Yeah. And it's <laughs> funny because I was talking, I did a little workshop for my Untangled members yesterday and I said, like we were doing year planning and I said, just make a list of everywhere in your house that you want to declutter. But start from easiest to hard. And by easiest, sometimes people think, okay, well, I can think of the garage because I can think of like 10 things in there to declutter. But once you've done that, then what? Then do you get stuck in the like, I could use it one day items or just in case. Instead, I love like going to a junk drawer or like your nightstand in a lot of cases is a good one for people. The bathroom can be good. I mean, I had been saving this face cream for when it was snowy (laughs) Uh, because it's like as soon as it gets (laughs) snowy here, it gets super dry. Like we're on Vancouver Island and it is like a humid place. But as soon as it gets snowy, it gets a lot drier and our skin is used to the humidity. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'm going to save this for when it snows because it hardly snows here. And then I went to use it and it was like old and smelly just after like a year. But, you know, toiletries don't last forever. And I just was like, okay, like, that's kind of funny. But what a great place to go go through that stuff because it'll go off, 
right? Like, and you can just be like, well, <laughs> nature took care of that for me, right? Like, yes, thank you for making that decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing is, I think that, like, and I, you know, like, I love YouTube. I love helping people and supporting people. And I'm afraid that people think that <laughs> I live in, like, this perfectly tidy, decluttered house. Uh, I live in a decluttered house. <laughs> It's not perfectly clean and tidy all the time. I said to my family who's home today, I said, at 12 o'clock, you guys are all picking up your stuff and I'll like make sure any of my stuff's picked up. So, you know, we still like fall into the cycle of like not picking up after ourselves. And it just is much quicker when your house is decluttered and it's very easy to put things away and it just doesn't take very long. But the the problem is online, we see so many people that it looks like it's perfectionism. And for me, when I'm filming, usually I'm going to do it on a day where my house is like really clean. There have been times where, because the kitchen, of course, is like the room that gets the messiest, the easiest for most people. And there have been times where I'm like, I'm not going to clean the kitchen first. Like, why not let people see that this kitchen gets messy a little bit? But it's hard to not, it's like cleaning up before people come over. And I, and you know, like, that's one of the things I love about having a decluttered house is, if people come over, drop by, which, you know, is not my favorite thing. I like at least a bit of notice. But if people drop by, then usually it's not that bad. But um, it's it's like, how do we realize that people online, they're all humans. You know, the odd person, of course, is like a quote, oh. clean freak and cleans up everything all the time. But that's not the oh. normal reality. And if you're looking at people... I mean, I'm sure you see this with people with relationships where they're like, oh, well, but you have the perfect relationship, right? Totally. Totally. And like so many things there. One, yeah, don't just drop by because Robin might have her bras hanging by the okay. fire. Okay. And two, <laughs> yep. we just don't know. You're right. Um, and <laughs> two, <laughs> yeah, when you're talking about that, I like for sure it is that example of like, we may not recognize that our brains are thinking, oh, this person's perfect, but. I have watched all of your YouTube videos because we're friends and I'm also obsessed with your YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, but when I watch them in my head, even though you have so many videos where you are cleaning up the mess that is there, I just tend to remember like the perfectly perfect looking types. And my subconscious is just remembering that for whatever reason. And then it is like, yeah, okay, yeah, Robin's got it all figured out. She's got this perfect house. And then I come over sometimes and there's like stuff on the counter and I'm like oh right Robin is a human being <laughs> um and the other thing that I notice is though because my house is not decluttered that even though there's stuff on your counter it still looks clean like it still looks organized versus when there's stuff on my counter kind of looks a little uh not so tidy um so that is inspiring to me but also yeah there's just this piece of like you are human and the whole decluttered thing does make a huge difference. Um, and then the other thing about relationships, oh my gosh, like all the time. That's why I talk about often, like I do talk about the fact that my partner and I still fight and we still hurt each other's feelings and we still have to apologize and we get triggered and we have like old wounds that come up. Like that still happens, even though we have a thriving relationship now, that stuff still happens. So there is no perfect, we are not going for like, a perfectly perfect home or a conflict-free relationship we're not going for any of that so yeah there's there's no perfect yeah 
so true. And and I think that's just one of the hugest harmful things about social media is that then there's no it just is so unrealistic. Um and for me, like the reason why I am passionate about people decluttering is so that they they feel more comfortable in home. Yeah. And you know, even if it is a little bit messy, they're not like, oh my gosh, like there's just so much to do. So another totally yeah that yeah I was just gonna say like that becomes the norm then yeah because for me sometimes if me and my partner fight I will get that thought in my head of like oh things aren't good mm-hmm. but the reality is it's like no we had a very normal thing happen and now we get back to good so like same with if you have a decluttered home I would imagine I would imagine <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but I would imagine that. You know, sometimes you have this super messy house and it would be easy to think like, oh, all is lost and I don't, I'm not really a minimalist if that's what you want to identify Mm -hmm. as or I'm not really um, as clean as I thought. But the reality is that like, oh no, this is a very normal thing, a very human thing. I just get to put these things away and it's still a decluttered home. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and and then like you can get into the labels because somebody commented in um, the Facebook group about this recreation activity that they enjoy to do with their family but they said but I want to be a minimalist so what can I do and it's like like don't let the label of minimalist keep you from doing this thing that you want to do with your family yeah. and also um, like you could like for me, like I would say I'm minimalist light because I love cooking. I love gardening. So I have what? like the things to cook and the things to garden. And I have like certain things like some people, they hate cooking, right? Like and and they don't maybe that like <laughs> some people, some people, maybe you and they don't have <laughs> like a pasta roller because they're like, I'd rather gouge my eyes out than make homemade pasta, right? literally <laughs> as you said that I was like ooh a pasta roller what am I going to do with that yeah. <laughs> right and then it's like I love it but at the same time like keep things that like the whole point of like live your life like that's the whole okay. point is I want people to have like a freedom of life so that they're not held back by the stuff they're not using so they can lean into living life and using the stuff that they have right like we we're humans living in the 21st century we have stuff stuff makes life easier uh-huh. right and, like I'm not going to get rid of like everything just because it's, you know, like some people see minimalism as quote trendy. Uh, For me, it's, it's a hundred percent utilitarian, but I don't go super extreme because I want to still have my hobbies at the same time. You know, don't fall into the label of minimalist or even if you, some people they'll say I'm messy, right? Well then if you continue to say that you're going to believe it and you're going to block yourself from decluttering in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. A self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. And another uh-huh. thing that can lead to perfectionism, of course, is like family of origin stuff, like how we were raised. Some people's parents have very high expectations for them. Some people's parents have very low expectations for them. Um, some people, like my parents were good. They were always like, as long as you tried, which to be almost was like a, like, oh, well then, uh, uh, yeah, I tried, right? Like I didn't, I didn't try that hard for it, you know, <laughs> they probably said, I can say I tried. Yeah. <laughs> they probably said, try your best. And I was like, eh, that's my best. Right. But mm-hmm. so that is something. Uh-huh. Well, even things like, I think if people 
even if your parents didn't have the highest expectations, but say you did really good on report cards or you notice or you don't even notice because it's subconscious as a child that every time you do really well on something, you get like maybe all these words of affirmation or maybe you get like a gift for it or which are not bad things. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that at all, yeah. but it's like those things subconsciously over time, it's like I'm rewarded, I'm loved, I'm cared for when I do perfect or I get the A on the test, things like that. Again, not hating on any of that, just yeah. saying like that could create that that thing of like, oh, well, I need to strive for this because that's when I feel safe and loved and that is what we all want. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so once you're sort of aware that maybe you have some perfectionist tendencies or you know even if you're like ah you know I still don't really know if that's me you might recognize a couple of things how to overcome that perfectionism is worthwhile because number one perfection is an absolute myth it's impossible it cannot be done and it just makes us feel bad because it's impossible so you know, you may have like a win here and there. I mean, I am the type of person who's like, oh, I'm so happy that I got this like thing done. I like to get things done. I like to check things off my list. But at the same time, if it's hurting you, that that's not good. So I like the one of the best things you could do is just to let go of unrealistic standards. And I think just the awareness and writing it down, maybe like doing some journaling. I'm not a huge journaler. But I will often talk to myself like I will just have a conversation. I will I, quite often I'm like doing my hair. I'm like getting out of the shower or in the shower because that's when, you know, like there's nothing else happening. And I can just be like, you know, why am I struggling with this? Or, you know, I want to declutter and yet I keep stopping myself because I'm looking for this and I'm looking for that. What could that be like? You know, journaling, talking it out, talking to somebody else can be very good. A lot of people, they love talking things out. They love the, even just saying it to a lamp post. They'll feel better in the long run. So, so. A lamp post. A lamp post. <laughs> a lamp post. <laughs> There's one down the road. <laughs> um, it's on your brain for some reason. Yeah. I'm curious, do you talk out loud to yourself? Like when you say you talk to yourself, are you talking out loud or in your head? Um, Just curious. Both. Oh, I'm always talking in my head. Both. Like I, oh, there's always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are actually people, well, you were, we were saying that there's a common person we know, she doesn't have the inner dialogue, is that right? Or, or she can't picture things. But there are the odd right, right, right. people, it's very rare, but people who don't have an inner dialogue or monologue. For me, it's a dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) It's a dialogue. dialogue. Depending on the situation. But but some people, they don't have that. But for me, I mean, sometimes I'm like, shut up. I'm tired of hearing your voice. I cannot imagine not having a running, running words, conversation, dialogue, and a trialogue. All of it's so funny, right? Like me from the future, me from the past. From yeah. Right now, what are we all thinking? Let's yeah. Let's get together. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because right so- now, like with the, my voice, um, I, it sounds really weird to me. I mean, sure, it's like slightly weird to like you and anybody listening. I literally can't even tell yeah. whatsoever. It's so yeah. funny too because anytime, like I listen to a ton of podcasts and YouTube and stuff and people will be like, oh, my voice is a little, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm not going to be that person. And sure enough, like you can't help it, but. 
I'm like yelling because one of my kids is here and I'm like, do the litter box. You're home from school. You have a day off. Go to the litter box. And I'm like, okay, for the third, t- third time. And I'm just like, oh, I'm sick of my own voice. So especially now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so recognizing the perfectionism is huge <laughs> and not judging yourself for it because it's so common having having compassion and saying like oh like there's this is what it is and even if it is procrastination there's a reason why we procrastinate and that's that our subconscious our nervous system are like i don't want you to change whatever you're going to do it's got to be worse than what's happening now even though what you're actually doing is better for you in the long run but your brain is like no like this is scary why why would you get rid of this stuff we need all of this stuff, even though the stuff is like completely <laughs> fogging you down and making you feel terrible. Well, so having some... compassion for yourself, it's not your fault. And I think like with that, yeah, because I cannot tell you how many times it's tens of tens of hundreds of times probably that like even for you pointing out to me like, I wonder, I'm curious if that perfectionist thing is showing up here. And I'm like, oh, and it seems ridiculous that I didn't recognize that that's what it was every time. And it's happened so many times. And yeah, so it is that piece of I used to get mad at myself of just like, oh, you're doing it again. This is happening again. And you didn't even recognize it. But now it's just like, oh, bless my heart. There's that thing again. And grateful that I have a friend to help me <laughs> recognize it. And then I can actually move through it. And for most of us, like it probably served us very well at one point in our lives. So that may have been in childhood where like it did serve you well to be to want to get things right, because maybe that was the time that you got love or maybe X, Y, Z, like whatever that was. So at a point in our lives, it may have served us well. So it's like, good job, little you for getting your needs met and being amazing at figuring out how to do that. If that was the thing for you. I mean, it could look so many different ways, Um, but it's just like, yeah, that love for ourselves is so important. Uh, Yeah. No, it really is. And and at the same time, so recognizing like, okay, it's not my fault, but what are you going to do to change it? Recognizing it, saying, okay, yeah, I have this perfectionist tendency. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. But also, what am I going to do to combat it? And, you know, a lot of people, they like, like tips. So one tip I would say would be just to... I love, again, you could write it down. And I do, I guess I do write something down because I have my planner. I love my planner. And what keeps me going is just like making a list of things I'm going to do. And so you could be like, I'm going to declutter for 15 minutes. And and that doesn't mean the getting ready part because then people will be like, well, I spent all this time like cleaning boxes and whatever. I'm like, I don't care. Get, Get four bags. This should take you like no time at all. And then spend 15 minutes decluttering, 15 minutes a day, Mm -hmm. 91 hours a year. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's so good to lean into yourself, but also to just say like, (laughs) or lean into it. And also to say, okay, so my plan is I'm going to do this, write it down or whatever. Sometimes we need to think, what are the steps I'm going to take? Now, again, no, get stuck in perfectionism, but it's like, I'm going to stand up and walk over and then we grab those bags and I'm going to go to the junk drawer or whatever and i'm gonna start totally and what was i gonna say oh yeah just like 
even telling somebody, maybe that's another tip that you're going to say, but maybe it's not writing it down because that doesn't work for you, but like telling somebody. I remember when I did my bathroom counter once, I sent you a picture before, which was a freaking nightmare. <laughs> like, I can't even believe I sent you that picture. It looks that way right now, too. Um, but I sent you the picture before, and then it felt so good to send you the picture after. Yes. And just be like, I did it. That was like one of your challenges like a year ago or something like that. Um, something that you put up. So... Yeah, even just telling somebody to get that accountability piece. And not even the accountability for me, it was the, I'm proud of myself and I'm going to show you this thing. So it was probably like seeking words of affirmation, which you gave me. So thank you so much. <laughs> well, and, and, it, and like I even said to the uh, people in the Untangled group about like finding an accountability partner saying, I'm going to do... <laughs> declutter my countertop today and I'm going to send you a picture when I'm done or even just in like our free Facebook group like going on there or just sending it to your mom or showing your dragging your neighbor over like I will do stuff and I will say like <laughs> I will go and get my husband like I want him to see when I have done something and I'm like look at this right like isn't this cool so it's I think my neighbor would be pretty alarmed if <laughs> <laughs> door. come check out my bathroom counter yeah absolutely <laughs> It could be. They'd be like, uh, do you have a before picture? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So by combating perfectionism, you can really make a a huge difference in your home and your life and not necessarily just in like decluttering, but in all different areas if you're aware of when it comes up. So love that for all of you. Um, so Lindsay, thank (laughs) you for, yes. Uh, thank you for coming today. Um, where can people find you? You can find me at loving.with.intention on Instagram. And it is so much fun. Relationship tips and love and fun things. So please come join me because I would love that so much. And I a hundred percent agree. Her stuff, I just like through osmosis and watching her stuff. I just it's it's up to our relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, you can find me at Minimalist Home Please on Instagram, but I barely go on there. So <laughs> just go to my blog at minimalisthome.ca/blog, and also rate and review on iTunes. I saw that I have a rating on iTunes, and I saw that it's Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm like, no, like you're gosh. number one. Fan. That was before you came on. That is yeah. really funny. It's the best. <laughs> what a good friend. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.